0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Newcastle Natter. I'm Paul Doolan. I'm joined today by Dave Watson. Hi. No Fergus Craig this week. He is up in the north of England trying to promote his show, off the Record, to the people of the provinces. Oh God. Yeah, so that's good. Obviously we know where his priorities lie. Dave, your priorities lie with Newcastle, so you're here. I wouldn't be anywhere else. And should we just... Jump straight in. Newcastle United 1, Crystal Palace nil.
1: Newcastle United 1, Alan fucking Pardew nil.
0: <laughs> I was going to come on to Pardew later, but clearly he's the same. No, 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 let's,
1: let's talk about the game. No, 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 I think we should.
0: There was a lot of talk before about Pardew's return <laughs> mm. and what sort of reception he'd get, and he got no reception.
1: He was fairly was, muted, yeah. which I like because... He didn't even
0: get 3G. He got, <laughs> he got GPRS <laughs> if that.
1: But He's just... He's a he's an arsehole. mind you. Did you see the the quotes from Sunderland manager Al, uh, Sam Allardyce? Do you about mean the quotes or the mind games? The mind games. It's not mind. games. Well, no. it's only mind games if like because if they work, it's, it's, mind it's basically games. a battle of wits when nobody's come with yeah any wits. He's an, so he basically. I don't know if you, you've seen it, but basically Allardyce said that the um, the Crystal Palace players wouldn't be trying. He they said they'd be. Because they'd be, they will have been celebrating their their, their um getting through to the FA Cup yeah, the final. The phrase
0: he used was they'd be on the pop, <laughs> which the Palace. I can't remember if it was Pardew or the is it Milne. Yeah, yeah, the assistant came out and said, "Look, quite a lot of our players are Muslims and would find that offensive."
1: Yeah, well, Pardew <laughs> said, "Yeah, Pardew was like, none of our like I think he's like four or five of our players don't drink." Yeah, so it would have been like fizzy pop, but
0: man. He called him prehistoric. I he did. It, it's quite weird. Pardew and Allardyce. You'd assume would be similar sort of man in that sort of old boys network of English managers, yeah. keeping each other's backs in the like, Premier League, because like they them. assume they're not getting opportunities.
1: Yeah. Them Pulis, Hughes, that lot. Yeah. yeah.
0: I like. I know you hate him. I'm not mm-hmm. a big fan, but I was quite pleased to see Pardew having a go at Allardyce. I thought he was right to. Well, so I. I-
1: I, it's not so much, well, yes, I, I find him as a person objectionable, but <laughs> I also think that it's the perception of him that annoys me most. Yes. Like, because he's not a good manager. He isn't. It's and when uh, what, you
0: hear what, Paul Merson talking about oh him God. and Newcastle fans where you just start to lose it.
1: It's, it's, it, it, yes, that annoys me, but I don't doubt that he's got a lot of affection for the the time he spent there because basically yeah. he was dragged from the the doldrums uh, to 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 manage one of the top like I'm not I'm not getting into a big club debate but one of the top clubs One of the top the, two clubs in the world one of the world. top two clubs in the world now we're, you know we're the 20th richest club on the planet that's yeah. that's irrefutable we're also you know we've got big stadium we are a big club and that was his biggest gig and he took a step down in terms of size of club to Crystal Palace, but they love him or loved him until he took them on a. Yeah, they're starting to massive see now. losing streak.
0: Yeah, but, but I think we we had some good times with Pardew. I was quite glad it didn't become about him. So mm. The chants of Rafa Benitez were quite telling. Like it just felt like he was getting a lot more love than Pardew ever did. That felt the, like the right way to deal with it.
1: Yeah, can you remember the last time a manager manager's name was consistently sung? Yes, it, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Yeah, who was that manager? Probably Bobby Robson. Right. How long ago was that?
0: Actually, no, Chris. No, Houghton didn't really.
1: Houghton never really got his name song, which is a shame in the in in hindsight because I think he was. He Let's prepared. get back to the Palace yes, yeah, game. Yeah, sorry, sorry. We have
0: gone off. We've gone on a tangent before we're even on course, <laughs> which is a new record. 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 So one 0 well, the first half, we were pretty poor. Mm-hmm. Palace turned up. A lot of people thought, well,
1: one jab of the hut. <laughs> Big fat he- hippo-headed fool thought he wouldn't. I thought
0: pa- Palace were a lot better than I thought they were going to be. Yeah, They were actually playing for it. Mm. But I, I don't know how you feel about us at the moment, but I sort of had the feeling during the game, if we can get to an hour at 0-0, then we're usually okay. Yeah. It seems to be the effect of, if we concede an early goal, that's it. We're going to draw or we're going to lose.
1: Well, I know what you're saying. I, I think that, I think why it's come come to the fore is because pre, under previous managers, um, if we went a goal down early, we didn't come back at all. Yeah. But because of the situation we're in and because of the players that we've got to hand, going a goal down now for us is... It's a bit more of a mountain to climb. I think what but I think it is, under Benitez where we're capable of like at least getting to base camp. Whereas yeah. under McLaren and Pardue, we would have capitulated.
0: I think we spoke about it a bit last week as well. Benitez yeah. seems like a manager who can read a game and figure out another team's weaknesses. Yeah. So if we're nil nil with an hour to go, you trust what he's gonna do will have an effect.
1: Game management.
0: Yes. <laughs> and you can't really credit Benitez necessarily, but Townsend's goal. What a free kick.
1: Well, that's the first free kick. I think I made mention of it there. The, 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 it's our first free kick in, your in notes, 90 Premier colour League. Colour coordinated yeah, as co- well. Sorry, yeah. I talked over you there. Go <laughs> fine. again. Uh, that's our first direct free kick goal for 90 Premier League league matches. Yeah. That, that, that's <laughs> uh, The last time we scored direct from a free kick was uh, Yoan Kabay versus Against West, West Ham. Ham. Yeah, in like January 2014. It was,
0: it, that's... Re- but Johan Cabai, as we know, is an expert at any set piece or dead ball situation. <laughs> <laughs> and he just puts those away.
1: Except. Except. But like, just to talk about Townsend's free kick f- yeah. first, that was pretty much the first time that the, the centre-halves of Crystal Palace like made a, like, a big error. Like there were a couple of times where, because I thought they were generally
0: quite tidy, hmm. and they made Cisse look like an average striker, which is what Cisse is. I was going to say, yeah, yeah.
1: But then, um, so I didn't actually get to watch the stream because I was sat with a bunch of mates in a pub, uh, well, in a pub beer garden, and me and an Aston Villa fan were being properly antisocial, listening to the game on Five Live up until just about 5 6 minutes after the andros townsend goal was scored yeah so the final 15 20 minutes i i can't really talk about that in any great deal because all i've seen of them is the highlights but it seemed to me that in the second half like you're saying with benitez we we reacted to the, the the pressure that we were under the first half and then we just kept building and building in confidence i think the penalty confidence. aside
0: we nullified them second half it wasn't like previous games where you're tearing your hair out where you yeah. need a whistle to go you just thought well it's the first time in a long time I can remember under Newcastle where you're like we've got the lead so we're okay here mm. like we can soak up pressure And the pen- ordinarily you'd just be going mad
1: and the penalty that was given the the, the highlights that I've seen Yes, it's a it's a definite. It's, hard, it's,
0: it's incredibly harsh, I but yeah,
1: it was one of those penalties where if it hadn't been given, you you might have said, "Well, he's definitely touched it with his hand," but is it a harsh penalty? Mm. You probably say, "Yeah, it's probably harsh." The the thing that gets me is like that was that was Sissoko's worst game since getting the captaincy.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh,
1: I don't think he. I don't think he really got a grip. Got to grips with the game at all, which it is was hard weird. to
0: tell where he was playing. So it looked like he'd been moved out of the number ten yeah. role for Wijnaldum, uh, and who had a
1: terrible
0: game. He had one good turn and shot, but yeah, he wasn't involved. I much prefer Sissoko in that role.
1: But then, if you so,
0: if you were to for so, the just next- to go quickly back to the yeah, Sissoko sorry. penalty, though, it's it's one of those where you can't say I've seen them given because. People don't jump with their hands up in that no. position often enough for it's it to be a thing. It's hard and, to know what he was doing.
1: But the thing that makes is it... So I still think we're going down, and we'll get onto percentages yeah, much we later. We but, but we, we will. Bullet. But um, it's these little things that make me believe that we've got more of a chance because under McLaren, this makes no sense. Under McLaren. That would have been given as a penalty, and the penalty would have been scored. But because Benitez is on the on the sideline, like I don't I think I know, Benitez for saving the to...
0: penalty. Unless, I'm, I definitely, am. unless it's like the Father Ted episode where they had the elderly priest with the remote control and the fake <laughs> hands for the football <laughs> thing. I, it's one of the few things in the game you can't give Benitez credit for. <laughs> Did you? Hear what I
1: admire your attempt to try. I think it's <laughs> Did bold. you hear what Darlow said? He said that he'd obviously he'd been studying because these days the keepers spend a lot of their times um, studying the the opposition attack and where do, where does the striker normally put the goal put the ball? I think he'd and gone and the where,
0: other side. Yeah, this he? is
1: it. So so Kabai Traditionally, puts the ball bottom left or to the left to the keeper's right. Yeah. But this time he put it. He he aimed to put it to the the keeper's left, his like Kabai's right. And right. Dala was like, "Yeah, I've seen all the books, I've seen all the videos and stuff, and they always go to the to the keeper's right." So I, I just I decided, no, 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 I'm gonna go with my gut and I'm gonna go left. And I'm like, "That's not there's no logic. There. <laughs> that's that's what you're
0: doing unless you're like you've." Don't want to get your face messed up. <laughs> I'm
1: going to go the other side. But I'll tell you it's what. good like,
0: save and Darlow had a very good game. Yeah. And this brings us on to, there's been a lot of people saying, who is our first choice
1: keeper now? Well, this is like, so, so next season we are going to have, no matter which league we're in, we're going to have Tim Krull, Robbie Elliott, Carl Darlow and Freddie Woodman. And that's a bloated position where only one of them can... It's not like centre of the park where you can rotate or anything like that. There
0: seems to be a problem we're unique at having as a club. We seem to always have really (laughs) good goalkeepers. Like If you look at... Oh, what's his name? Local one who's at Southampton now. Oh, Forster? Yeah. So when we had him, there just
1: wasn't room for him to play. No. Because we had Kroll. And Harper, and yeah.
0: Yeah, Harper and Given at the same time. Uh,
1: just, no, no, no. I just meant that we had Kroll, Harper, and we had Forster, oh, which I is think. why Forster, because they thought, well, we've got uh, an experienced yeah. hand in and, six, and they had faith in Tim Kroll to become the the better of the two.
0: But when you look at clubs like Liverpool, <laughs> who've got oh Mignolet, God, yeah. who they sign a new deal for.
1: I mean, I'd kill for their problems, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the, uh, so ne- going into the new season personally i think that we will sell tim kroll and we'll get is that
0: if we go down or ah, go regardless? Up, stay down i
1: think i think he's gone i think um i think basically because i mean he is on the he, he's like holland's second choice keeper whereas yeah. elliot's nowhere near. well elliot Elliott has been
0: i would say arguably
1: our player of the season as yeah, well but he's nowhere near the the standard that tim kroll can be
0: yeah I don't, but part I think of me thinks Tim cool stagnated a bit for us the last few years, though yeah, I think the standard I, he can be he manages one every sort of fifteen games,
1: but I think a lot of that's got to do with playing behind a poorly instructed and poorly like blessed with talent yeah. defense, I think if he was playing because a lot of the time that he has one of his wonder games is because the defense in front of him has been. Absent. Yeah. So I think uh, I think he's a very good keeper and I think he'll I think he's the kind of keeper that he'll move on to uh I wouldn't be surprised to see him move abroad. I, I think, think on
0: their day's like if every one of our goalkeepers is on their day Cruel is our best. Yes. I'd be reluctant to lose him just because the two below him have had good seasons.
1: I agree. I still think that he because he's a saleable asset and we can get 10 million for him. Like 9-10 million quid for him. I think we'll sell him and under Benitez we could get if we were in the if we were in the championship we can comfortably get promoted with Elliot and Darlo, yeah. whichever of the two in the sticks. And yeah. in the Premier League we can comfortably get twelfth with either of those two in the sticks. In between the sticks. With yeah. Kroll, we we might get we might get ninth. If we stay we, up, would, like, I would
0: prefer to see us keep hold of Kroll. I think Elliot would get a move to a newly promoted sort of Premier League team. Yeah, makes sense. Or even like a Palace, sort of.
1: So to answer the question, who's our top, who's our first choice keeper? It's Kroll until, in my opinion, yeah. he gets sold.
0: It's Kroll, but I think there's a sense that he's definitely not earned that position.
1: Yeah, but you've got to be cruel it's- to be crying. Ooh. I'm so sorry. Wow. I'm so sorry. Stop. Don't, don't turn off. I think,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think we should all just take a moment yeah. to think about what just, just happened.
1: Um, I did want like so we've mentioned that Sissoko. But didn't what do you have think Cruel's
0: intentions will be? <laughs>
1: <laughs> God. No, we're we're, no. we're leaving. If if
0: and do you wish we had Cruel at Davila? Stop it! Stop weekend? it!
1: That was awful. I think if Fergus was here, he'd be shouting over us and telling us he had to He's go. He's not here, Dave. Get yeah. over it. Yeah. He left us. Um, so we've talked about Sissoko having a bad game. I thought Van Alden had a, had a poor game, and yep. I wouldn't be surprised to see him replaced with uh, Perez. Um, the seems to, to be,
0: yeah, sure. When and Perez seem to be, week by week, one is dropped for the other one, the other one has a shit first hour and is subbed for the other one, Who comes and then on and they swap his, yeah. the next week. <laughs> like, it's not spurring either of them onto better performance. I thought Wijnaldum was not as ineffective as he has been recently, but it's the pace of the, the game seems to go by him, yeah. no matter where you put him. I think, so the, the, it's amazing to think he scored four goals in one game for us.
1: I, th- I think that's as much to do with at that time we like when we were attacking. Like Sissoko was wide right, and mm. because when we attacked, he was definitely on the counter. Um, well, we're not really playing on the counter anymore. We're playing. No, more, we're
0: trying, but we don't. I think yeah. Cisse seem especially he seems yeah. to just lose the ball on the counter. But even like first game of the season against Southampton, Bernaldom's goal—you mm. just thought this guy just knows how to find the net. And it's
1: an yeah, th- there's been a couple of times where he's been close. I mean, the, there was a, a chance against Man City where he he effectively carved out the opportunity for himself. Yeah, and then at that time he, he fired it, and it was it was like pretty much straight at. Uh, Joe Hart and if he'd squared the ball we would definitely have scored yeah but fine I just I
0: I was just on p- the subject of Perez and mm. bad passing decisions it was really nice to see at the end of the game I don't know if you saw this when everybody was celebrating mm. there'd been a counter-attack just before where Perez yeah. was through and he could have laid it off to I think Townsend yeah and everybody was just going sort of not mad, but everyone was celebrating. And Benitez had his arm around Perez, sort of talking him through what he should have done differently. Yeah. I thought it was really nice to see. I don't know why I really enjoyed seeing
1: this. Well, it, it, th- it throws my mind back. It's to a this.
0: thoroughness that we've not <laughs> had before.
1: But, but then, did you see when, um, just before he spoke to Perez, he, or it could have just been after, he he dragged uh, Colbach, Sissoko, and... Another uh, another player, and was telling him, right, for the like the instruction you've got now is you you move this way and you move that way and you like so so we've we've kind of mocked it a little bit, but it is game management. Yeah, at that point, Benitez said. Right. We've just scored. What's most likely to happen is they're going to try and attack us down this area because that's where their strongest player or is, or, or they're going to try and hit us hard quickly. So Mm. you need to move over there. Just give him a bit of extra protection or whatever. Like he's, he's a, he's a proper football manager and we've not had one in years and it's. Brilliant and depressing at exactly the same time.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll decide how depressing it is when we get <laughs> to percentages. Other notable mentions from the game. If we should move on from it quite quickly. Yeah, I thought LaSalle was immense again. Oh, that tackle! The
1: tackle yeah. in the first half, the one on Wickham. Who, to be He's, fair, he yeah, did yeah, turn yeah. like a cruise <laughs> liner, but still, I think like LaSalle, when he first was coming into the side, I wasn't that impressed with him. He looked quite. Um, He's big and immobile. Yeah, but actually, kid's got heart, and he's that uncomplicated centre half that a lot of people want to play alongside a classy, more, um, yeah. more gifted footballer of a centre half. like
0: who's the one at Stoke, Shawcross? Yeah, either of the Leicester centre backs, Huth and Morgan, Morgan? Yeah. Morgan.
1: But yeah, you you basically you want your. um you want your uh, Rio Ferdinand to be backed up yeah. by a Yaps. It's no
0: nonsense. Like but I think him and November feel like a a classy partnership. Yeah, and in the one champi- of that they cover each other's weaknesses.
1: And in the championship, they will Stop not. Talking about the championship, <laughs> we're not going to be there. <laughs> they will not concede a lot of ground to championship strikers. Yeah, because the two of them, like you say, they cover yeah. each other's backs and. Our like the 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 right back that we signed in the last few weeks. Uh, I think he's called Vernon Anita. He's an amazing <laughs> right back. Like, I don't know why he's not
0: getting in the Dutch team.
1: Well, I was I was saying before, like uh, I th- I think it's because Benitez is is giving him instructions that make sense to him because he is one of those footballers. We we said it previously that the guy. If you give him the instructions he'll carry it out on the football pitch. Yeah. He's he, if you tell him just to go on there and just just be busy or something like that, he won't He won't affect the game and there are people there are players who are better than him in every position. Like Jan Matt is a better right back when he's mm. playing well. Centre mid. But Jan
0: Matt f- does that thing of if the crowd are cheering him to go forward, he'll spend half the game forward. There's been a few times this season where he's been a our- most attacking player.
1: Yeah, he's been caught. So when you look at he the heat maps, like, yeah. you
0: see him as like the most forward-thinking. The other one, I think, just to move on from this game, but Townsend with the goal. What's that? Three or four now in the last, yeah.
1: and two or three assists.
0: Yeah, Townsend for England. Discuss. No.
1: Well, really, who who goes ahead of him? Because I, I think Hodgson likes him. I can see him going. I just think that what's more like Because the, the players that are ahead of him are better players than he is. Sterling and his, would be a definite to go, I think. But ahead of there, who have you, you got, got? Like Oxlade-Chamberlain, Walcott. Oxlade-Chamberlain like,
0: isn't going to go to the Euros, surely. But... I've got as much chance.
1: <laughs> they're better footballers than Andros Townsend, and they aren't the one-trick pony that Andros Townsend is. Now, that one trick that he's been playing... Has worked and has worked brilliantly, but he still does it every single game. Drives down, ninety degree turn, shoots. Yeah, that's what. Fine, it's working for us, and I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying he should
0: be first choice for England, but I, I would choose him ahead of Theo Walcott at the moment. But
1: yeah, I understand why, but I would just say if if I'm why do you hate him, Dave? Why do you hate him? If I'm to second guess Roy Hodgson. Roy Hodgson's going to take... Like, Roy Hodgson's going to take Wayne Rooney as yeah. a striker. Probably, yes. Wayne Rooney should not be going as a striker, but Even he will. Wayne
0: Rooney's saying he shouldn't go as a striker, though. Because
1: it it should be Kane, Vardy, uh, Welbeck, maybe, and... That's about... That's about it. That's, yeah. That's what I take Well,
0: you and Fergus... After the show last week, we're discussing Andy Carroll and how he should be going. But
1: yeah, but cause I, least, I was in the minority least, thinking he shouldn't because at least Andy Carroll is a, is a different option. He's a Plan B, whereas Andros Townsend, I suppose he's a Plan B in that whereas the other players might do might drive to the line and pull it back, might cut across the eighteen yard line and shoot, might drive into the box. Townsend doesn't. Townsend just. He like it's it's too easy to defend against. I
0: think he's very effective. And he is. I he's, think he's a good plan B. To he's a. I think he'd be a good impact sub for England. When maybe you compare maybe. him to Walcott would as well. But I, I was. Yeah, I think he's got a an around fifty percent percentages again. <laughs> he's got a decent chance of getting
1: Sure, Yeah, player. yeah, he does. He does. I suppose.
0: Right, moving on from that game because it's a pretty decent game, but we don't want to talk about it all day. Yeah. Newcastle today announced they have released Gabriel Obertan and Sylvan Marvo <laughs> in the week when Radiohead <laughs> released their new album.
1: Yeah, we released oh,
0: like We've released something more depressing.
1: Gutless and useless, honestly. Like... Will you miss them? No, no. Like what? Like Marvo, <laughs> I think he had one good game for us against West Brom and that was it. He looked
0: and, quite decent against Norwich after Kabyla. Sure. But,
1: that was it. That was one
0: Obertown's a oh, tricky ha- one because he's had some good games but he's, in between long injuries.
1: He's just he's yeah, he's he's injury prone and even when he was fit, he only had a spell of three or four games where he was actually performing each game consistently. Like, it's no loss. I don't know why we signed him. I don't know why yeah. we signed Sylvan. Well, we signed Sylvan Marvo because he was cheap and we gambled on being able to sign him and sell him for a profit. Yeah,
0: because Liverpool were after him as well. He's just... I, he's, do you not remember why we signed Oberton? It was one of Pardew's few signings that he was allowed to make. Yeah. I remember him saying at the time... He'd spoken to Alex Ferguson about him, and Ferguson had said, "Like Obertan's really good." Oh, that was why we signed
1: him. And you wonder why I can't stand that. That was out about pardon. five years ago. We've look. O-Oberton... They've both been
0: told. My reaction to hearing that they'd gone today or they'd been released was a bit like you only know, hear about an old actor or somebody who's died. You're like I thought they were already dead. <laughs> like someone said to me, now, "I don't know if Bernard Cribbins is alive or dead." But if someone told me he was, he died today, I'd say I was pretty sure Bernard Cribbins yeah. is already dead, isn't he? <laughs> That's my reaction to those two leaving. Like are they, oh, they're still there. Why?
1: Why are they still there? The, the, neither of them are. Neither of them should be close to a Premier League side.
0: And they probably won't be.
1: No. But the good thing is that, I mean, Sylvain Marvaux probably would have been on like 25, 30 grand a week. Overtime would have been on 25 grand a week, yeah. something like that. That's that's another, you know, that's another 60 We do need to get our... that wage bill down because yeah, there's well, a lot of high earning. We've already knocked 6 million quid off our wage bill. Um so... tell. <laughs> <We'll>... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> carry on. <laughs> that that that's it. We've knocked six million like yeah, right. By by selling by selling some of the, the higher earners like Kabai and and, and, oh, and stuff I like see. that. Yeah. So and we've replaced like Yan Matson less than Debushi was. And um obviously players like uh, CMD Yong and stuff like that will be less. And then Barr went, Remy went and those were big wages. Yeah. So yeah, we've we've lost we've lost six million quid off our wages. This is another 60 grand it's a week It's a good the chunk wages. that needed yeah. to
0: go we couldn't really afford to keep those two on the books I imagine the physio staff will be very sad to see them go <laughs> they'll have got very close to them yeah. but I don't I, I, I think if you're a Newcastle fan and you're missing those two then there is something mentally wrong with you
1: oh, There's a guy that I know who still insists like every, every after every loss it was like well you know, Marvo's tricky. Marvo could have picked out a part. <laughs> no, he couldn't. That was that was like Arsenal away. We're I, not, wor-
0: I worry this is how you see me with my CM Young. Views. No,
1: I, I think that's more of a that's like you know, deep in your heart that CM Young's not. He's I, not. He's not a savior. He's not. Come on, like he's like even in the games where he's played well, you'd rather have. Perez, Vinaldum, no. Mitrovic or Sissoko. Don't, don't or, tell me what I'd or rather say have. Or, what's the MDM? <laughs> one, one, speaking of Perez, uh, you might have seen today that there were links with him, uh, link, linking him to Barcelona. Yeah, that seemed rational. That, <laughs> right. So I, I understand why his representatives have floated this story. Because they want to, at the end of the season, get the best possible deal for him. Yeah. Even though he's just signed he's just a signed new, deal. new deal, he's yeah. just signed a new contract. But it's just to put it out there that they're open to a move, and making sure that they've gone for one of the biggest clubs on the planet means they're not missing anybody out. <laughs> and yeah. they're not—they're not saying like Norwich are interested in signing. Yeah, him, or I something think like they're
0: like, sort yeah. of saying, "Are you reading this, Spurs?"
1: Right. And I understand why newspapers run the story because. If it's online, people will click on it and they'll get attention. Like they'll get money for all the adverts that are on their web page. And if it's in the paper, if, if they put it on the, like the little banner headline underneath the, the name of the title, Barcelona in for Perez, people will buy the newspaper.
0: It was funny. I saw on Twitter on the way to the pod earlier, there's who's, I think it was the one for the Telegraph. Who's the Newcastle Telegraph? Luke Edwards. I think it was him. He tweeted in response to this an old article from the mirror which is the same source saying perez and it was stephen taylor to be the shock uh, <laughs> recipient of a barcelona bid from years ago and you just think yeah it's exactly the same it's sort.
1: nonsense but it's that thing where you have to i don't know if you're if you're a paper you've got to run it if you're an agent you've got to push it and if you're a mm-hmm. reader if you're a fan Everybody of Newcastle wins, United, you're going to pick up the paper because it says that Iosai Perez is a target for Barcelona. He's
0: he's, but he's not going to be playing for Barcelona. No, he's, he's absolutely not. No. But in other contract news, Paul Dummett has signed a new contract today. I'm all right with that.
1: Yeah, like well, a, lot of, a lot of people have got an issue with Paul Dummett because he's quite a limited defender and he's not he's not great. But I put him in the same bracket as Aaron Hughes. You stick you stick him anywhere along the back four, maybe not right back, maybe not right back, yeah. Yeah. But you stick him along there, and you're not happy because he's not your first choice. But you know he's going to do his best. He's going to work hard. He's not going to. He's not. He's not an abominable centre half. He's not an abominable left back. He's hard working. He's probably cheap. Yeah, fine. You would
0: hope he wouldn't be our first choice left back yeah. in next season I saw we were linked with Kieran Gibbs again it's all fairly irrelevant for his, if we stay up
1: then. yeah Kieran Gibbs isn't going to play in the championship no oh Dave
0: <laughs> we, we, we'll come on to this
1: what would you like to talk about I see you've made notes on my notes
0: yeah I've ruined your that's
1: fine <laughs> it's like
0: I've drawn on Rain Man's pad I'm so sorry uh, Villa Yes next, we should probably talk about
1: well they're, they're, I, I know that their fans are in in uproar because they're shit, and um apparently that's news to them. They've been shit for years why weren't they why weren't they
0: yeah they've been especially shit this year though well yeah they're, they're, they're
1: one of the worst teams to ever grace the Premier League um I think there's only four teams that have finished with less points than them
0: sorry i need to interrupt you there philip huntsman who listens to us yeah has just tweeted in saying any chance of getting tino on the natter this week and it's a video of tino espria in london today dave we're in london we <laughs> we owe it to ourselves to go and find him
1: right wherever he is he's oh, actually where is he because you can see the
0: can see the roadside sorry this is probably terrible probably, to listen yeah to. yeah,
1: yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to see is that, is that like... downing street no, it's not no. Downing Street. <laughs> Downing Street. No, because all I could see was the building. Is it looks
0: off? like sort of Oxford Street. Is it Selfridges? Yeah, it might be. Right.
1: Right, we're on the okay, way. Okay, we're going to win the see you
0: later. <laughs> <laughs> find Tino. Sorry, I completely yeah. cut you off there.
1: Uh, well, I was just talking about Villa. Yeah, they're gonna, they're, they've been shit for ages. I think there's only been four teams who've finished with a lower points total than they have. They're on a current losing streak of they've lost 11 games in a row. If they lose to us on Saturday, it'll be 12 losses in a row. And the only team to have a a worse losing streak than that in the Premier League, Sunderland with 20. Wow. Which is, yeah. That's pretty impressive. Our our engineers just lost his fucking shit. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think as
0: well. Villa have got is it Akore who who was sent off? Oh, Sissoko.
1: Sissoko. Yeah. Is it,
0: who's the one that's refusing to play as well? Oh, that sh- might be a yeah, yeah.
1: There, there's a, there, it could be a corey. So but they've got
0: two defenders out. One banned. One who's just not. I don't understand how that works. He's just refusing to play for them, but well, still,
1: I mean, being paid. Agbonlahor. Kabai refused to play for us. Yeah to fish for a move.
0: Um, Agbon Lahore won't be playing because he's not allowed to play for them and has been put on a
1: new (laughs) fitness regime like a horse. Flabby Agbon Lahore. Um, They're also planning, so yeah, they were planning a protest for the 74th minute where all of the Aston Villa fans in the stadium are going to throw in a beach ball. Is that what it is? Because I'd seen
0: news reports that there was a mystery protest well, that's, that, so that, that, is that what it the is? The
1: reports I've seen is a 74th minute all of the Aston Villa fans are going to throw oh. on beach balls. I thought it's like probably a murder be, mystery kind of. There's probably only going to be like three Aston Villa fans left at that point because they're not one to hang around.
0: No. Even they're, when they're doing well in the league oh, they're, they're not one sh- to sell out the right. stadium.
1: Everybody keeps saying that, they, that it's a big club going down and Aston Villa have got a great history. They've been a, a mainstay of the Premier League. They've been 24 seasons in the Premier League never been relegated but... They're shit, and have been shit for years, and i delighted they're going down, and when they go down, they're not going to retain the kind of crowd numbers that Sunderland and ourselves would, will. No. So they're going to go down, and they're, I mean, Villa Park's like a 40,000-seater stadium. It's its probably going to be, at best, 20,000? I think that's ambitious that's yeah honest. so they could be and uh, I like I shouldn't wish ill on anyone especially when we're not safe but
0: I get the feeling you're about oh man on.
1: I would love it if they did a Leeds or a I don't think they'll do a Pompey <laughs> but I'd love it if they did a Leeds just a couple of relegations just never to return
0: it's one of the few clubs that seems as badly run as we
1: are yeah, well, if you look at the transfer, it makes
0: us look good for being in the position we are.
1: If you look at the transfer spend um, in the Premier League, like 92 to to, to 2016, um, Aston Villa, Sunderland, and ourselves are in the top ten spends, both gross and net spends in the Premier League. And the other teams in that in the top ten are teams like Chelsea, Arsenal, Man U, Man City, Spurs, mm-hmm. Everton, so on. You could say that all of those teams are punching, like they're punching at their weight. You know, they're always at least in with a shout of a cop. Yeah. Whereas Sunderland, Newcastle, and Aston Villa traditionally for the, certainly for the last few years are like
0: I think Villa got to a cup final fairly recently shit. didn't
1: they yeah well, they've had a few but yeah
0: but I, I, the, I know what you mean the
1: overriding point is that we've just been terribly run for years Yeah, I think Villa wrote, it's catching
0: up with Villa and it's going to catch up with either us or Sunderland as well so yeah. it's good to see these things come home to risk
1: really well soon. I'm hoping that the, the appointment of Benitez is um, I don't know like we'll come on to that an evidence that we've changed tack let's hope but
0: uh, Villa game prediction is Villa straight away? into the prediction. Yeah, man, this is going to annoy you a the lot. The other team selection thing to say is Anita looks like he's going to be out injured. I think Jan Matz. Really? Come
1: back. Yeah, I've not seen Anita.
0: Well, he went off with what looked like a hamstring injury. Yeah, in the game, they've not said officially, but it, I would. Have I'd th- be surprised if Anita makes the starting lineup. Shit, he's so, he has been one of our mental. best defenders, he's but I think one Jan Matz. Yanma under Benitez, I'd
1: like to see. I I hope so. And also, of all the games you'd want uh, your attacking right-back to be playing in, it's a way to Aston Villa. Like, if if we were home to Spurs first, no, I definitely want Anita to be playing. But yeah, all right. Um, I honestly think it's going to be... Ah, oh, shit. I can't, like, I'm, I reckon it'll be 1-1. Really? I reckon, yeah, cause it's their last game of the season. The last time they took points off anybody, it was against Norwich at home, and they took all three points off them. I don't think they'll beat us, but I think I honestly can see, cause they, they scored twice against Watford, which is something that we didn't manage to do. I just think that. I know what you
0: mean there is a worry about it but I think we're going to win comfortably I'm going to go 3-1
1: I just 3-1 yeah I hope so I really do like I I know that for the past like few podcasts I've been you've been very uncharacteristically negative but that I just I'm super I just I am I'm nervous about this this season I think we're like despite everything that's
0: well we should probably move on from this to percentages like How do you see our percentage of staying up? Staying up? Or going down. Going down. Let's not change the Uh, format this late in the day.
1: I would say we are 70% going down.
0: Even the bookies are more positive than that. We're level with Sunderland
1: yeah the in the bookies, but bookies reflect the the market they don 't necessarily it 's not a oh. pure it 's not a pure representation of the probability of Newcastle united going down It's a, it's a representation of newcastle 's likelihood of going down versus everybody at all the other permutations and how much money 's being put on Newcastle stay up so yeah like there will have been a raft of bids a raft of bets rather. On Newcastle to stay up, so the bookies will have shortened I don't their have odds. They would necessarily, of course, they would, because we've been, we've had a, a, a revolution under Rafa, a Raffolution, and Sunderland didn't win and we did, and blah 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 all these things. Mm. Lots of people would go, ah, fancy Newcastle now to stay up, and the odds that they had us on. If they don't want to pay, like it's, it's that thing about, um, uh, Leicester winning the title means that future, um, future seasons won't see as big odds on the promoted side. Of course it will because they'll reflect the market. Because yeah. loads of money is going to get put on Manu, Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal, Spurs to win the title, which means that the, the, teams that have been promoted or the teams that just escaped relegation, the odds of them will be reflected in the market. So you'll see like 5,000 one for but Newcastle United. I would United say to win what makes
0: this different is our odds were much worse for staying up only a couple of weeks ago so the odds are reflecting a change in form and Sunderland yeah. and Norwich's inability to win games yeah so I don't so think I'm it's, st- I'm still it's semi- not just about the amount of money people are putting on
1: no no no. but then so my my percentage is based on you look at the, 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 the core the core problem is Sunderland and Norwich have three games we have two if they get five points from those three games, we have to win both our games. But... Because we have to. That's the only permutation. But I would say this... I've been quite guilty of
0: this, of thinking, well, looking at Sunderland's fixtures and Norwich's as well, you think, well, they could easily get sort of six, seven points or five or whatever. Then you look at their form. Two wins in 14 Sunderland have had. I get that. I could easily... from their form, you would think three points out of their next three games would be
1: on average. Positive. Yeah, that's but, what you'd expect. But if you if you also take into account that how many losses have Sunderland picked up in that run,
0: I couldn't say off the top it's of my head. It's not.
1: It's it, they've basically been drawing and winning the occasional. Like so, it's it's mainly draws. So they th- were very ma- lucky to not lose at The weekend and though. they came up against uh, an against Arsenal S- side Stoke. Yeah, absolutely the the Stoke game, the Arsenal game. They were they were fortunate that they met an Arsenal side that was just terrible. Yeah, just shot shy and awful. But it is not without outside the realms of possibility that they draw away a uh, draw at home to Chelsea. That in isolation, that is not, not an unlikely I can't situation. See it. They just
0: Norwich and Sunderland both have the same thing at the moment. They can't.
1: Score from open play, but fine. But because Chelsea can give up penalties and can give up free kicks and stuff, so my thing is, is is a draw at home to Chelsea out of the realms of possibility? Absolutely not. No, but I mean you it's, wouldn't. You wouldn't eat, like you in you'd any bet other against season, it though. I think You'd bet Chelsea win all day long. But then you look at how well they perform against Chelsea and how well they perform against top table clubs, and they actually raise the game just as we do. And then the next game they've got is at home to Everton, who are. So on the beach, or flip flops, or whatever you want to say.
0: Everton are better away from home than they are at home.
1: Absolutely, though. but Sunderland are really solid defensively. So it's possible. So my thing, and then the final game of the season is away to Watford. So th- I wouldn't be surprised if they got five points. I wouldn't be surprised. At the same and that time, I wouldn't be get-
0: surprised if they get two points. From those three games, sure. That's I think I'm going to put my percentage at forty percent. Wow! I think we're going to stay up. I yeah. just think we're the we're clearly the form team. We are. We don't look like conceding. We look like scoring. I mean, we've conceded.
1: We we have conceded, well, we conceded quite a two lot.
0: against Liverpool and yeah. one against Man City in the last four games.
1: Okay, I think against, three and four. So we don't. Okay,
0: we don't look like conceding against Villa. I think no, that's that's fair. I think that's fine. If we go in. Here's what I think could happen. There's an argument to say that come Wednesday night we could be safe, as in a week on Wednesday. Yeah. But no, Wednesday night coming. I don't think it's necessarily going to happen, but I think there is a world in which we beat Villa, Norwich and Sunderland both lose their games, considering they're against Man U and Chelsea, and then they go into their midweek games with the pressure on five and four points
1: behind us. Everton and Watford. So let's paint a picture and it's uh, quarter to ten on a Wednesday, on the coming Wednesday night. You're listening night. to Dave's pictures. Yes, yeah. are oh, you sitting comfortably? And uh, you're watching the, the, you're watching the, the Everton-Sunderland game. Uh, and the Everton players clench their fist in victory. Sunderland players drop to their knees in defeat because they know at that point they're relegated. That is the dream. Because I. See, Dave, wanted... the
0: way you're telling this story tells me that you believe it's going to happen.
1: I don't believe it is. I don't believe happen. this 70%. Nah, because what will happen is Sunderland will draw with Chelsea, Sunderland will beat Everton, and then into the final game of the season, we have to better their result. And they've got Watford, and we've got Spurs. And I don't care. You're forgetting,
0: though. Everton have recently brought Tony Hibbert back into the fold.
1: <laughs> and I don't care that we're at home to Spurs and they're away to Watford. I would rather play away to Watford on the final game of the season than home to second place in the league, Spurs, even A with weakened all, Spurs, with even nothing with all, to
0: play for. There'll be no oh, Dembele. Well, we there no we don't know because they
1: might still be playing for Ars- uh, for second place versus Arsenal. Haven't Arsenal got Man City? This they do, week, but though? like Arsenal could beat Man City. Look at not like, the current Arsenal. <laughs> Well, be, you'd
0: say the current Man City
1: as well. Exactly. Who knows? So my thing is just, it's 70% because because of the extra fixture. If if we were level on fixtures, no, I would be the other way around. I'd be 70% sure we're staying up. But that extra fixture oh, screws us. I think we're staying up. I think it's going to happen. We are staying up. so we are staying up.
0: I no. think that's almost everything. Should we... Oh, yeah. Listener... Questions. There's not been... Listener interaction. Oh, no, there have been some on Twitter. Sorry. This is very bad as I just scroll through the Natter feed. <laughs> so, AP Dogtown, or at AP Dogtown, yeah. Alex. The so, need to hear percentage chances of staying up, which we've done. And then question, if we stay up, what players slash positions does Rafa target in the summer?
1: It's got to be fullback, because Anita and Yan. well, Jan, Map might be... Might work, We need a left back. But we, yeah, we're crying out for a, for a left well, back. Well,
0: a it as a championship left back
1: isn't. You're coming around to my way of thinking. <laughs> no, I'm just saying if we're
0: in the championship.
1: I think also we need a. Oh,
0: sorry, if we stay up. So,
1: yeah. Okay. We if, need a left back. Uh, I would also say that we could probably do with a central midfielder of note. And Michael Carrick is out of contract. Yep, I would love would be good. to see that.
0: A left winger, I think, as well. Yeah. Seeing as, yeah, as we yeah. haven't had one for. Now Marvo's gone. Yeah. And I'd also say a striker, like a, a proper first-choice striker God, who can play up on their own. Yeah, it's going to be hard to convince quiz.
1: anybody. And I think also uh, a summer with a summer under Benitez for Mitrovic and Perez. And I think, I think those two would be our go-to.
0: But you just have to look at their goal totals for this season to say they're not...
1: Like Mitrovic has got eight goals. Yeah, for... For how many games?
0: He's played enough. I, I think if you're looking see. for a, a first-choice striker, for, Most for a it, team that's aiming to finish top half...
1: I honestly think that Mitrovic... I mean, he's got like... I think it's one in four, which isn't a great record. No. But I think under Mitrovic... Under Benitez, rather, I think that would leap to one in... But I think Benitez has three. almost
0: shown that he is great as an impact sub. He's good coming off the bench. I sure. don't think Cissé going to be here. I would much rather see us going for a proper decent striker:
1: I'd love that, but then it's who the hell are we going to sign who's a an, like a proper decent striker who's going to join Newcastle who just finished either if we stay up we finish 17th like to convince a top Top class striker. Oh, I, I, I like, don't think we, a striker
0: what? is going to be looking at the finish, the final position. I think he'd be looking at Benitez Yeah, All right, he'd be looking at the chance to play. What's under the other? Him. The other question again from Alex is: How much do you expect Ashley to let him spend? And who leaves? Who do we make a profit on?
1: I'd say well, Marvo and Overton have already gone. Yep. Yeah, so there's 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 profit. Um, I would say definitely. Will like Ashley? If we stay up, Ashley will absolutely spend. 35 million in the summer again, because Benitez will have said to him, Colacini's gone, Um, we don't have a left-back. Well, let's hope Colacini's
0: gone, because he's just had a contract extension. I'm
1: sure he'll go. Um, We don't have strength and depth, we don't have a central midfielder of note, and we need, if, if what you're saying is true, which it isn't, uh, we need a, a top-flight centre half. You're talking a uh, t- no, top-flight centre forward. you're sorry.
0: confusing the Mitrovic <laughs> you hope we have with the one we actually do have. He's he looks decent, but he's I think not, Benitez will be, He's not a first-choice Premier League top half of the table
1: striker. I will go to the mat for that. That is absolutely okay. Huge. Get the mat out <laughs> and uh, yeah. So for thirty five, forty million 40 million pound. Yeah, we'll spend that. And who will we sell and who will we make a profit on? I think we'll sell Kroll, we'll get about 10 million for him. I think we'll sell, um, de Jong. I don't think we'll make a profit. I think we'll sell,
0: I'm willing to put an offer in. <laughs> wouldn't be
1: surprised if we sold Perez. And if we do sell Perez, we'll make a tidy profit on him because he was like one and a half million. Yeah, he costs
0: nothing, but it would be a stupid time to sell Perez at the moment because he's in the worst form he's been in under us and he has looked
1: dodgy. I don't think we'll sell Vinaldum if we stay up because we're not going to make a profit on him because we signed him for 14 million. It was a fair bit, yeah. 14 million and we're not going to get 14 million for him. Uh, So who would we make a profit on? Crawlin Perez, if we sold them, yeah, nobody else.
0: I don't think we would necessarily
1: sell those two. No, I don't. If we I've went just, down, I yeah. think we would. If we go down, yeah, it's a different story. And
0: and I th- think th- that th- is everything. Anything else to add, Dave?
1: Pretty hungry. Do
0: you want to apologise for your negativity? No, the no.
1: Like the, the, the people who listen to this know that I am a voice of reason, and it's you two reactionary arseholes who flip uh. between. Oh, we're definitely going down, and oh, we're definitely staying up. And I'm the one who ploughs that, that steady to changes path, in the market. and I'm the one that's saying, "Look, these were our winnable games, and we won them. And you're now, oh, we're definitely staying up. We're not. It's well, still, you're saying seven, Villa
0: isn't a winnable game?
1: They, no, I'm not saying it's not a winnable game. I'm saying that. It, I'm worried about it because our away form's awful. The last time they took points off anybody, it was against a similarly awful team. It's not guaranteed three points in the bag.
0: No, but I think for anyone listening who wants to feel more positive about the outcome, just look at Sunderland and Norwich's last sort of 15 fixtures and the results they've had. They've both picked up points against us, but that's about it. Not really a huge amount more. And I think that's everything. Cool. Dave Watson, thank you very much. Paul, you've done a sterling job. Thank you so much. That means so much to me. <laughs> Shall we go to the pub? Uh, I've got time for a very quick one, yes. Excellent. Right. Pub. Okay, thank you very much for listening, and we'll have Fergus back next week for some proper marshalling of the show. <laughs> thank you very much. Bye. Bye. No, you're in the mode.
1: If you like this podcast, come and join me, Mark Webster, for The Whistleblowers, a weekly show that looks at the topics that all football fans are discussing this week at thewhistleblowers.net. And it happens to be brought to you by the same lot that produced this one. This is a playback media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People,
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.